start the fucking podcast with a bit of energy let's do it i've got some fun shit to get into i was thinking about i've written down all my thoughts for the week i think got uh, quite a bit to go through been really stuck on this uh strip search thing lately basically the strip searches have gone up like twenty thousand fucking percent and uh the Premier got hit up about it today, or yesterday, and she was like, if you want to get, if the, if you believe to have been, like, if you believe you've been abused by the cops, to uh, head into, go tell the authorities, like the senior police. So a solution for police brutality and abuse is to tell the cops, call the cops, brilliant fucking Premier, absolute... <laughs> Gonna have to bleep that. God. Gonna try and keep it uh, swearing to a minimum, I think. <laughs> oh, man. Gotta really check these notes to be careful. Um, yeah, I think I'll put this out once a week, whatever. Who gives a shit about all that? Uh, just enjoy it. So, oh, yeah, my friend, uh, my friend has this had this gay housemate. She was telling me that uh, they got caught in a... Like, they, she woke up and they were in a fight. And then I was thinking about how that would sound, like, depending on the type of gay... Two gay males, sorry. Like, uh, fighting in the lounge room. Like, hardcore fighting. And, like... I just, I couldn't help but think how serious that can escalate, you know what I mean? Like, a, a, a men are muscular, more muscular for sure, but it's just like, even the, just the ferocity, you know what I mean? Like, we can kill a person with a punch. It's not, there's, the majority of women can't really do that. Um, but obviously the majority of men can. Straight in the gender shit, excellent. Um, God, but, uh, yeah, so I've been picturing, so they're, apparently they're screaming, throwing shit at each other, it's all, like, ashtrays and fucking coffee mugs are breaking on the walls and stuff, and, uh, just two gay dudes throwing hands, like, you know, emotional hands is really just a sight to behold, isn't it? They apparently got to the point where they were throwing each other up against the wall and getting physical and shit like that. And she was she was scared. She came out. She came out and uh, after she had one of them leave or something like that. And just if you're, I mean, if you she's she's this little small girl. If you're just sitting in there uh, in your room and there's two ripped as fuck gay dudes in the lounge room throwing down. Like, it's going to be a while till you get your breakfast, I reckon. Like, you, you, that's something you have... You can't just go out there and try and get in between that. You'll die. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So, think about that next time you're uh, in a fight with your significant other. There could be a absolutely yoked, shredded gay man. Uh, things could be worse. Well, they could be better. Who knows? They could be something.
Um, what else? <laughs> Gay dudes throwing hands. Well, yeah, yeah. I think you never really see. Like, gay dudes are either in, like, okay shape or, like, insane shape. There's never, like, a... Like, you get a few. There's always exceptions to the rule. Uh, there's a th- handful of thick boys, th- thick girls, you know what I mean? But, um, thick boys, thick girls, superstar DJs. There's not... There's way more jacked. Way more jacked gays than gay guys than, like, not gay guys. Then, sorry, way more jacked gay guys than not, yeah, not jacked gay guys. Like, they, competition's tough out there. Like, they must be like, I haven't asked them, I should probably ask them. I'm around plenty of them. But, it's just they, like, they look after themselves so well, and then on the weekend they're just smashing G at arc. And, who knows, I mean... It's okay, they have a healthy lifestyle, and some would say not. <laughs> Homophobes. Uh, what else we got in here? Uh, that's the story, yeah. So, like, I went down to the shop the other day. <clears throat> Fucking great start to a story, you loser. And um, I brought, like, I was just looking at all the chocolate, like... There's chocolate now with Vegemite, chocolate with Vovo, all this nostalgia stuff coming, cruising in. She's obviously blowing up. But, like, they've started adding chips to chocolate. They've started adding Vegemite to chocolate. They've started adding, like, Vovo chocolate milks. It's a it's a fascinating thing. Like, is it out of desperation or what? Think about this. So it's growing up. Blocks of chocolate have always been around there. I'm 28 years old. Blocks of cho- block of chocolate's always been there. Why has it taken them this long to combine the two? You know what I mean? Like 29 years. A, that's a that's a long time. And now they're like, you know what? Let's put some chips in a, in a chocolate. Let's add like Rocky Road and shit like that. Like things like the Kit Kat, the big Kit Kat finger. Why did that start out as just like? Are they slow releasing shit like, like medicine? I guess I, I, you start with the Kit Kat, then you add like then you go to the bigger Kit Kat in a singular form. You don't think, hey, let's add a layer of gooey caramel, let's add peanut butter, let's like why does it take them so long to think of all these, you know, fantastic ideas for sure? But uh, I mean, I guess it's probably a better marketing than marketing than I am. It just feels like a long time, you know what I mean? Just spread that out over thirty years. You're like, all right, we've got chocolate, we've got all this other, all this other crap. Let's just take our time with it. Make sure we, I mean, yeah, sustaining it, sustaining the business, I guess. Constantly new releases, and it's like things like McDonald's. Like, they bring out a new burger. It's basically just the same burger with a little bit of a different sauce and a bit of cheese on it. Like, there was one promo they had running, which was like. I think they've, they've got it now where you, it's a double Big Mac. You just get two, another patty. It's two more patties. You could order that before. It's not some revolutionary thing that they're spending millions on fucking marketing for it. Just because the ads were equal. Man, I haven't eaten all day. My, my mouth just started salivating thinking about it. Yeah, it's crazy. I had a thought where as well where... Um, it had, yeah, it's Vegemite, Vegemite tasting chocolate... 
Like, yeah, I mean, if you fat-ass can't choose between, you know, something that goes on toast and 50 grams of sugar, like, you should probably put a mirror in front of you while you're picking out on all this stuff. Like, I'm a fat boy. I know about all this. Like, a full-length mirror, you should have to face yourself. Um, <laughs> like I was a drug addict for over a decade, professionally. And if you just... <laughs> There's like a little glass pipe, a little mirror at the end of my glass pipe, my crystal pistol. I mean, it'd be hard to, uh, if you had to face yourself every time, you, you know, you pigged out or you let yourself go, I think things would be very different. You could take a hard, long, hard look at yourself. But, you know, I'm not, like I said, I'm not exempt. But if I eat like a spoonful of uh, ice cream, I'm bathing in a biracial bath of Neopatrolitan. It's like, I can't stop, you know what I mean? As soon as I have one mouthful, it's just whoosh, straight downhill. No one can stop me. I'm eating the whole thing within 15 minutes. I, and I did some stupid shit where I try and think I'm not going to, you know what I mean? I'll have like, I'll make a whole, I'll make a bowl. I'll go, look, I'll just have one bowl. I'll put it back in the freezer. I'm on the third story. I come all the way up back up to my room. I think I've got this. Just have a cheeky bowl. Leave the tub for another night. Sure enough, 20 minutes later, I'm back down there making another bowl. Sometimes I just commit all the way and just bring the whole tub up, eat straight from the tub. And, you know, that's not, that's not healthy for anyone. Like, I don't even think that's healthy for, like, someone... Like, if, if you just got dumped, that's, like, that's kind of all right. If it's, like, a one litre. If you're eating two litres... At any point, straight, you gotta you need the mirror. Get the mirror out. Bring it. You need to look at yourself as as you pick out. Just mirror right in front of you, looking back at yourself. Just tears running down your face, salting up that you know that Neapolitan ice cream. Oh. And, you know, you're always, you're always, like, naked or sh- at least, like, top off, just, like, whoa, it's going all over you. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty, not great. I'm having fucking, like, NARM flashbacks. <laughs> oh, what else? Yeah. This isn't really a fun one, but uh, ABC reported, you know, on the insane increase in strip searches. So, apparently, they've gone up 20 times. So not 20%, 20 times. Um, people get strip searched 20 times as much, which is just phenomenal, isn't it? Like, just the overreach, the power and all this crap. Man, you know what? There's nothing we can do about it. We live in this dictatorship. And uh, the new, way, new South Wales Police uh, spokesperson said, police do not enjoy carrying out strip searches. Really? They don't enjoy it? Flick to the next article. There's this girl, Crystal Smithers, I think her name is. Yeah, Crystal Smithers. She told a reporter she's been strip searched six times. Now, I don't even have to show you what she looks like, but if a girl's getting strip searched six times, what do you think she looks like? Yeah, she's hot as shit. No one's getting no no big girls, big bottom girls getting strip searched six times. It's just a fact. 
You know what I mean? Like, these cops obviously enjoy it. That's why the majority of females getting strip searched are young, attractive females. It's something that they should look into. But, like, no one's brought this fact up, but, like, how many of these people that are saying they've been strip searched at least once or twice or whatever are, you know, above an eight or an eight, an eight or above? I don't like to rank people like that, but I'm just being realistic. You know what I mean? Like, out of ten, you know what you are. You know, I know I'm, I'm easily a mid-five if in Bondi. You know what I mean? Max. in Max mid-five in Bondi. You know why all these backpackers come over here shredded as fuck? Like, I do understand why, actually. They crush and puss. But, you know what I mean? Like... Yeah, she's been strip searched six times, apparently. That's just fucking too many times, isn't it? Like, no, people live their whole lives without getting strip searched once. She's been strip searched six times. And it was only, it's only in like a couple year period. So it's like more than one a year. So you basically, every time you go to a festival, you may as well just bring a fucking. Just come ready. Just make sure you just. You'd probably get pretty quick at it. You just start whipping your tampon out. It doesn't take me long to put my clothes on now, but the first few times when I was growing up, when I was a little baby, probably took ages. So you get more efficient with it, I guess. Um, but I mean, if, you, if you've been strip searched six times, you could probably put shit in there, bring a, bring a note being like, PTSD, don't touch me. Six times, call my lawyer. You got 200 pills in your gash. Good to go. Straight in. 200 pills. Big festival. What are you looking at? 50 bucks each. If you wait wait till about after six. Uh, I'm not good with math. What's that? Five grand? Ten grand? 100 times 50? Yeah. Making 10 Gs. Obviously, half of that goes to the dealer. Whatever. Simple. Pingonomics. So, went on a bit of a tangent there. <laughs> That's what this is all about. Uh, yeah, that's another thing I'm saying. If you want to smuggle drugs into a festival, just be obese and ugly. There is a use for everybody. Um, you know what I mean? We've all got our skills. Use what you've got. Decoy with the hot chick with the eight, in slips the three. Boom. Look, I'm not telling drug dealers how to do their jobs. I'm just using facts, like using logic. To solve a problem. <laughs> I'm sure that's going to go down great. <laughs> it's only a podcast, guys. Relax. Uh, what else have we got here? Pauline Hanson. Climbed as rock the fucking idiot. My God. What an absolute idiot. She did it in protest because they're going to they're gonna ban climbing it soon. That's like... They're going to ban condoms, so... Uh, no, it's not like that at all, actually. It's like when Australia banned guns and you went on a school shooting beforehand just because they were going to ban them. That's exactly what it's like. You don't have to do it. There's no reason to do it. It's a fucking big rock. You're a... F- anyone that... First of all, anyone that climbs, it's a fucking idiot, dude. I've climbed it. I'm a fucking idiot. I was a young kid. But, uh, you know, I wasn't forced to. My dad... I didn't understand the gravity of it all back then when I was a kid. Uh, it wasn't explained to me or I didn't listen. I was so young. I was I think I was like 12 or something. Maybe younger. So, yeah, I climbed Ayers Rock. And do I live every day with the shame of it? Yes. Is it something... Is it mine to bear? Yes. 
uh, it's a shame that I cannot look my friends in the eyes, my Indigenous friends, because they don't know. They do, if they watch this, they do now, and I am sorry. It's in the past. But, you know, it's a rock. Let's move on, guys. Let's move on. I get it, it's spiritual. You know, it's got, uh, you know, magic powers for people and whatever. You know, it means a lot to people. But it's also a rock. Just a big rock. There's no need to fucking, you know. And to be honest, the indigenous people have handled it perfectly. They're like, look, we're just going to stop it. They've gone through the the process. They've put up with everyone fucking climbing on it for ages. They're sick of it. Off you get. They've had enough. Everyone's had a climb now. Fucking relax. You know what? They they should have come out with a campaign against it, basically making it so that anyone that climbs, it sort of puts them in a position where they look like an absolute fuckwit, which I suppose they think they probably did. They thought they did with saying you're stepping all over our religion, our, you know, heritage and stuff. And that doesn't stop white people anymore. It's, it's never stopped them. So you really have to sort of portray anyone that climbs it as a full-blown fuckwit. Um, you know, you get some influencers involved. Just being like, yeah, or some shit like that. I reckon they should just be allowed to fucking bash anyone that climbs up there. You know what I mean? Fuck it. Like, it's theirs. It, it's everyone's. But it was there. It is still theirs first. Obviously, you know, we've taken so much from them. Just let them have the fucking rock. Don't, don't. Don't climb on it. It's so fucking dumb. And like I saw this uh, news report. I'll get back to Pauline in a sec. But this news news report where they went out and started asking everyone, why are you climbing it when you know it's going to be banned soon? Obviously, it's cunts with fucking Ford shirts and, you know, dumb shit like that. But he's bringing his family. Same with my dad. Yeah. It was a different time, though. They weren't they weren't banning it back then. It's It's a... It is a different time, but like I said, the shame we live with, the whole family put, you know, we share, we have moments every year, once a year about it. But they are there saying, like, they're asking him, why are you climbing it? And the main, like, all the answers is, oh, yeah, just to Australia. You know, the funny thing is, like, how many flights are going out there to the middle of the fucking desert, dude? Once that's done, no one's going out there. And... Oh, only, you know, a handful of dickheads instead of a couple of thousand or whatever that it is doing a week now. But <laughs> just don't... That's so dumb. Like, realistically, like, when you break it down, it is just a rock. And if you are going to catch fucking more than... Like, if you're going to catch fla- uh, planes with your family into the middle of the fucking desert to climb a big rock, you're an absolute idiot. Even if you're going to drive out there, it doesn't matter. But, like, fuck me. Either one. Just, if you drive into the middle of this giant continent just to climb a big rock, get a fucking hobby, dude. Like, just do something better. Like, honestly, just just type YouTube.com and let your fucking imagination go wild. I thought porn would have sculled all this out, you know what I mean? Like, surely these losers can just sit at home and jack off. Why are you going out there climbing a fucking, you know, big spiritual rock, millions of years old or whatever it is? Pull your head in. Pull your head in. But Pauline's up there climbing up there in protests. You know, she's like, ah, everyone should be allowed to climb the rock. And then she can't get down, obviously, the fuckhead. Like, 
<laughs> perfect, perfect moment, and didn't get enough coverage in my opinion, I think someone brought the fucking riots or some shit like that, they were doing the whole thing, but, um, what else, yeah, she, fuck, she has to say she was indigenous as well, what a fucking grub, like, two, two of these, like, young indigenous schoolgirls that were, uh, just, like, you know, wondering why the, why she was being such a fuckwit about the whole thing, and she's like, I think her exact words were, I, I was born here, I'm indigenous, and if that was the case, all this Muslim shit you're spouting would just completely be irrelevant and erased out, you don't know what the fuck you're on about. Uh, you've just, you know, hypocritically destroyed every argument you've made against anyone, you know, any Muslim born here, which doesn't, she doesn't care about that at all. And she's like, this isn't my country, where is it? And the indigenous girl goes, um, England? <laughs> yeah, you fucking, you know how you know you're not indigenous? Because when you step out in the sun, you ignite and combust into flames. You are redder than the prince, Get the fuck out of the sun, Pauline. It's called a big... It's like the red desert for a reason. And you are too red for it. My God. <laughs> yeah. One of you has to use sunscreen, the other doesn't. Think about that. God, you're not indigenous, you fucking... <sighs> it's so hard to not get fired up. You can keep your cool, keep your head straight. What if... Like, this is someone that runs a political party in this country... God, what is this fucking world coming to? Like, it's it's like science doesn't even matter anymore. Like, everyone's just voting based on emotion instead of, like, facts. Like, you should have to... You should have to have some sort of qualification to work in your position in politics. Like, like Tony Abbott was the minister for women at one point. How... What the fuck is going on? What is wrong with this country? Like, why would you do that? How does it... Like, for that job, you need one qualification. Two have at least had one period ever in your life. How about that? Start with be a woman. You have zero on-the-job experience, on-the-blob experience. That's fucking staying in. <laughs> zero on-the-blob experience. It's just... I don't know how this, the corruption and the, all that, it's just phenomenal how people can just get into environment, you know, minister for the environment. And you, zero qualifications, no PhD, no doctorate, no master's, nothing. It's just you're in the party, you've been around long enough, you've fucking circle jerked everyone into your face. No, yeah, get on. You fuck little kids. It's, it's happening to, in every country's politics now. Everyone's a pedophile. So... And just remember that next time you're voting, everyone's a pedophile. I'm sure Labor's got, you know, you know, little kids underneath, buried somewhere. It's fucking wild, all this crazy kid fucking shit. Just to think about just the level of extent. Loose, ca you know, sh faulty cameras and suicide watch with Epstein. Like, come on. Yeah. And, the, like, the, my, I think this, it's not even scary anymore. It's just impressive how little power we have as just an individual like your everyday life stresses you out but then like the police the government and politics can just do whatever they want
and you can't do shit. They're murdering people in the streets, pretty much. We get away with it, you know, and we, I think we hide ours a bit better than Putin, like, you know, when gay activists are just, the whole family's vanishing. Questions are going to get asked. <laughs> you know, a lot of questions are going to get asked, but only outside Russia, I guess. No, people are, okay, only small, a tiny minority are whinging about it over there. Fear, just rule by fear. And here they rule by, like, subtle fear, where it's, or lay, they rule by our own laziness. Who knows? Things are wild anyway. It's a rock, who cares? Yeah, that Aboriginal girl that told her to go <laughs> home's England. Fucking badass. <laughs> uh, I'm Indigenous, I'm native to the land. Get the fuck back to the fish and chip shop. Uh, Alright. <laughs> yeah. This is what happens when autism needs racism. We're not going to do that one. Block. We're going to take that out. Uh. Okay. We've done everything here. What? Yeah, it feels like everything's fucking. I could brush through everything here. Um. How was that? How magic, Mike? So my my comedy show is blowing up, man. Things are going so good. Like on Wednesday, I had Lizzie Who headlining. It's a fucking sick lineup of people. A couple of fresh people that just blew the roof off. And you know what? It's part partly the audience, but it's mostly me. <laughs> it's actually it is part me, but it's such a beautiful thing. I can just run the coolest fucking shows, like. It's just gangster shit. Everyone's having a fucking blast. Everyone's dropping like... It's it's just like everyone's in there just throwing haymakers. Just boom, boom, boom. Everyone's crushing. It's so good when it all works out like that, you know what I mean? Like, just the energy's fucking... Just everyone's vibing, it's riding. There's this moment where, like, the crowd... Each person that's there has lived their whole life up to this point, more importantly that day. And they're, like, they're thinking in their mind usually that day, so it's hard to... You've got to break through whatever day they've had. But I, I have tables set up, so there's usually, like, it's tables of two to five or sometimes more, you know what I mean? So then there's a moment where usually the MC will get them up. If they're good enough, they can get it, get this, get to this level quick or at least half, most of the way there. So... There's a level where it goes from each person laughing individually to each table laughing, then to each, like, then the, all the tables laughing as an audience, and that's when it's, like, waves of laughter hitting you when you're on there, and even at the back, I'm feeling it, the energy, it's, it's a thing of beauty. And then, yeah, Duggan, Cameron Duggan just brings that up. Part host, uh, co-host of the Mug Off podcast on ID Network. Get around it. Uh, and Billy Darcy, get around him. You can listen to that as well. <laughs> but yeah, it's like when the whole audience is all vibing the same energy, the comedians are getting up and not, you know, they're not dropping the ball. They're, they're riding that energy with them, putting it, putting it in, throwing it down, and then riding it back up as well. It's fucking amazing. 
just capturing these little moments of, uh, not even capturing, I'm fucking creating, helping, like, the whole thing I've sort of created over this time, over all this time, and it's only getting better and better, but it's crafting this show that sometimes just the smallest thing can fuck it up, which is the risk, the game, but it's fucking, when it all works, oh, it's the best feeling ever, it all just, and then everyone's leaving, they're vibrating, they're fucking, just minds of out the back of their fucking heads. It's fucking the coolest shit ever. I love that so much. And then Neil and friends shows like I, everything's popping off on the ID Net, comedy network. Don't worry about that. Get involved if you haven't come to a show. Just come down. Just message me. I saw you had a ticket. I mean, I've usually got a table or two hidden out the back for friends if needed. But it's, it's usually full. But I got bustles for people. But fuck, man. It's nothing like it. When it's fucking, when it's real good, it, there's nothing like it. When it's even just all right, there's nothing like it. It's phenomenal. Everyone's so getting so good as well. Like watching them grow over the last two years has been so fascinating. So like, like especially last or last Wednesday just passed. Watching everyone's style, like I focused in on it and I was watching everyone perform and they they all like. Something was different about them. It was like they they weren't trying something. It was like they were trying something, but they were trying something that was work that was like this next. They were trying the next evolution of themselves, and it was working. And like they were just in these in this performance, each one of them was and it was sick. Like instead of like no one was too in, no one was too too out. Like everyone was just perfect, like for, perfect for them. So it's like everyone found that found themselves as a like straight away on stage, didn't take any time. They just went bam, 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 and like yeah, it was interesting to see because like I've watched a lot of these acts grow over the last two years, two and a half years, you know, almost. Just how they've uh, forged their their persona, their style, and their character. It's one of my. I'm glad it could sort of help that. You know what I mean? Help speed that up as much as I can. Be a part of that, you know. Some of these people, some of these people I'm putting on, they've got so much talent, so much potential, and so much they put so much time in, and like they need to, there needs to be a framework for them to live off it. That's the goal. Hopefully, I can get it there, man. With this and pumping out content, I've got some other ideas to sort of get them in on my audience, their audience, and just build this scene. But it's gonna be sick. You need to get down if you haven't been down before. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I've got, I think that's the podcast, though, I mean, I don't know how long I did, I should have put a timer in front of me, I know it's recording, but that's cool, tell me what you like, tell me what you don't like, I think it's just going to be me talking like this every week, it's just easier, but then I'll add, every now and then I'll have a guest, every now and then I'll do something else, I've got got this plan to have heaps of content out, so it's going to be like, fart, like, Prank calls. I'm gonna bring bringing in prank calls. Everyone loves prank calls, bro. That shit's awesome. But I'm bringing those back. And what else am I doing? Pranks. So we've got prank calls. Uh, I've got a list here. Let me have a gaze. So prank calls, anime reviews, maybe. I'll do some that's life live reads again. Keep that shit cool. Uh, gaming streams. 
I'm going to be posting me roasting people on Facebook a lot, just because I've got a backlog of that shit anyway, I've got like a whole folder from back in the day, the real serious shit that I can't even post on Facebook without getting banned again. Um, what have we got? The clips, the clips are alright, I mean, it's hard to do, that that, that one's hard to do, man, thank you Dom. Uh, gaming streams, fucking... I, I, I want to squeeze that in, but uh, I've got heaps of content coming, so just jump on chills.com.au, whatever, you can't find it man, you know where it is, wherever you see this, chills.com.au, find it out, subscribe, all that shit, get involved.